You're listening to a Behind Closed Doors podcast on 3CR 855 AM. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash Behind Closed Doors. Our podcasts are also available on iTunes and Spotify. This show is broadcast on the land belonging to the people of Kulin Nation. Behind Closed Doors 3CR pays its respect to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledges that sovereignty has never been ceded, always was and always will be Aboriginal land. You have tuned in into 3CR's program Behind Closed Doors. This program explores all topics related to sex work. We give sex workers and allies a comfortable space to share their experiences. We also appreciate questions from the general public. Behind Closed Doors aim to uncover what the sex industry is really like. Our program exists to bridge the gaps. Please be mindful this program is not suitable for little years as there may also be explicit language use. Please email us at bcd3cr at gmail.com. Hi, you're listening to Behind Closed Doors, Australia's only sex worker radio show. I'm Sasha. And this is Kitty. Are you guys ready for another episode of the Sasha and Kitty mixed down? I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to last week's episode. Oh my goodness, the things that came out from our mouth. <laughs> Not just go in, but came out, okay? (laughs) So this week, we're going to talk about um, fashion and also body piercing. Yeah, because, you know, body piercings and tattoos, they're part of fashion. It's how we wear ourselves, how we show our identity. Mm. And I think it is really important. I find men with tattoos are sexy. Yeah. Yeah, I used to, like crave for men with tattoos to have sex with me okay <laughs> i'm not really a big um fan of people with piercing yeah but tattoos yes it's really interesting um as many of our listeners know when i first started out in this industry i was extremely well sheltered mm-hmm. uh, and you know to some extent i still am and i you know i say that very proudly yeah but yes definitely i would not have as much experience having sex with men with tattoos and piercings and penis piercings if it weren't for sex work. Yeah, it's true. Um, And I also got to know about penis piercing a bit more in depth when I met a guy who has um, penis piercing. They call it the ball bearings Mm -hmm. inside the skin of their penises. Every person who have that ball bearing in their penises, they are actually just came out from prison. That's what I was told as well. Yeah, I was very amused. Amused, yeah. When I could really relate to your story and said oh my god my client who had a ball bearing Mm. uh, you know in his penis also said the same thing to me yeah and he said you know uh, kitty don't freak out this is what i have it is part of being initiated into prison yeah and i thought okay well that's interesting i'm always up to try something new and as long as it's safe Mm -hmm. and you're not being hurt and i'm not being hurt then it's fine and you know, we had a ball of a time, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's fashion now, so you don't really have to be in prison to have uh, wirings in your penises. So, yeah, it's in fashion. It's called body piercing. So people actually have it. They pay someone to do it now at a body piercing um, parlor. Back when I was much younger, and I come from a family of doctors, and sometimes we laugh at some jokes mm-hmm. that my 
doctor aunts and uncles have to go through. And this one time my auntie said that she had a patient come in and his penis was so infected because he got a piercing and she had to clean it. Ouch. Um, so then we all had a chuckle. But then one day when I met, you know, this particular client with the penis piercing, I was like, wow, this is actually really brave of you yeah. um, to have done this. And I think they do it with like a blade or something, like a shaving blade. Correct, yeah. I don't know how it's done. Intense, isn't it? Just thinking about it and you just cutting your skin. Guys, if you're going to do it, do it safe. (laughs) Do it with some, you know, antibacterial. Do it at a proper tattoo parlor. Yeah, and do it the safe way because you definitely don't want to end up at my auntie's. Having her to clean your penis because it's infected. This um, actually brought back to one of my experience. Um, it's ages ago, maybe over a decade ago. Um, a client who came in, he has all sort of piercings. Like his ears are all pierced, a few earrings. I didn't even realize that he has piercing on his penis until he dropped his underwear. Mm. And there was like this big um, ring, like a few of them, I think about five rings on his penis, like dangling down on his penis. How do you use a condom with that? Doesn't it like increase the risk of tearing the condom? That's it. So I was like freaking out, like how I'm supposed to serve this dick. And I told him, is it possible for you to take it out? And he said, it's, it's not, it's, it's possible, but it's not easy for him to put it back in. So end up... Um, I put three condoms um, on him. Um, that is just for um, to give him a blowjob. Mm. And then for the anal sex, I, I double it up. So there's six condoms on it. And it end up, you know what? It just feels like rubber and he don't even feel much. So we end up, yeah. I'm uh, pretty sure the books that I've read have told me never to double up a condom because the friction sort yeah. of, uh, increases the chances of the condom tearing. Okay, so, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that you provided alternative services. Yeah. <laughs> By the sounds of it, there was more oral sex and than anal sex. And his penis was large too. It's like, yeah, above average as well. So it wasn't very pleasurable for me. So I said like, we... Yeah, this is not going to work. He also on uh, said it's not working for him. Yeah. So, yeah. Fair enough. And, you know, communication is sexy. And I think at the end of the day, if he can say that mm. and if you can say that to mm. him, then that's great. People oftentimes don't think twice before they do something to their body. Yeah. So, for example, in his situation, he's got all these hanging rings mm. that prevents him from using a condom. That sort of crosses out every partner potential partner out there who's who looks after their sexual health because they're going to say no i can't you know i'm not going to have sex with you unless we're steady unless we're you know in a solid relationship Mm. um or else i'm going to have a high risk of a condom breaking yeah right either that or you have someone who doesn't care about their sexual health yeah who has then a high risk of passing on an std to this person i I was more afraid of him tearing uh, my my hole right, with that yeah, ring yeah what if it just stuck on my hole and then he pulled it out and he just oh he pulls it out and there's one I, ring I was missing like, <laughs> that was my paranoia tune in to the station that gives voices to sex workers subscribe to 3CR Yeah. Another funny thing is the amount of clients I've seen who have a tattoo of their ex-wife's name on their body. <gasps> yes. 
while I'm straddling on them, I'm saying, so who's Susan? (laughs) 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 Didn't think twice about that, did you? (laughs) Yes, yes. I've been in that situation before too. Yeah. I want to bring this up because, yes, while I laugh at it, um, please don't. Please don't get something that's permanent on your body without thinking twice about it. You but know? love is blind. People do stupid things when they're in love. We've done it. Like, never let someone coerce you into getting their name on your body. And also, just because someone's gotten your name on their body, it doesn't mean they're going to, <laughs> you know, be loyal to you forever. Yeah. Um, or that the relationship's going to last. I think, you know, when we're young, we think, oh, yeah, he's gotten my name on his body. He loves me forever. Ever. Of course. And that's just you know. not true. And, you know, that, oh, that could you... be like a free pass for him to sleep with whomever he wants because now I've given him all the trust. You just bought um, those kids' fairy tales. Exactly. Kids, <laughs> kids, young people, you, you young just, adults. You're just about to tell people like Santa is not real. You need to know that someone having your name tattooed on their body does not mean anything. That's true. How they treat you, their actions, yeah. how they are thoughtful about how you feel, how mm. they communicate with you. How Those they treat you. are more telling signs that someone loves you. That's it, sis. It's true. Mm. Yeah, it's all about personalities and behaviours, how they treat you. Absolutely. Mm. Let's go to a quick song. We'll play you 100% Pure Love by Crystal Waters. Don't you want a pure love? 
That was 100% pure love. Mm, love that classic song. Look, love is a very funny thing that can mean so many different things. Ultimately, you define what love means to you. You define how you want to be loved and make sure you find a partner who's willing to understand and meet you at these definitions and vice versa as well because their mm. definition of love is going to be so different. That's, that's true. Great advice, is <laughs> <laughs> Advice from sex workers. <laughs> but it's true though because we experience people's relationship uh, within in, in our work Look, environment. Our work is all about relationships. Mm. I have learned so much about relationships just through this work alone because I hear so many stories from my clients mm. about their partners, about how much they wish... Um, they could receive this type of affection at home rather than through a transactional service. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what we here at Behind Closed Doors wish for you as well. For the rest of this episode, we're going to continue talking about body piercings and also fashion and what you can wear in the bedroom. But we're hoping that you can use this information to then spicy it up in <laughs> your bedroom, in your private life. Yes. So we'll, we'll go through these topics. Yes, it's like... Um, in previous episode, um, we I've spoken about um, people stereotype a person having um, belly button um, uh, piercing and thought um, that you're actually a sex worker. I mean, but I am. <laughs> I mean, like, in general. So yeah. So is is that kind of fashion that people put a stigma on? Well, I mean, there's more. There's more. As well, it's not just belly button, but yeah. I grew up in a really prestigious international high school. Mm -hmm. Lots of private school kids. And yes, while we didn't have a uniform policy, there were many of my classmates who already had belly button rings yeah. in high school. A lot of my friends too, and they're not sex workers. Exactly, yes. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, but talking about fashion as well, um, being a trans pe person in Singapore... Trans people always think like you have to cover up and wear less makeup during the day, and then you can ex you can wear sexy clothes and f full on makeup, um, that kind of fashion during the night when you're working. But that's actually not true. That I think that just reflects um a type of mindset that is more narrow. Mm. Um, you know, I've lived in multiple different countries. You've traveled. Yeah. you're very well traveled as well, Sasha. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like in certain countries that are more traditional, perhaps because of the culture and religion, yeah. um, covering up is part of the process there. Where you know you have to wear um hijab. Yeah, if you're part like of Muslim countries. Of mm -hmm. course, we totally understand that. In the past few episodes, uh, for our listeners who've been traveling with my journey of coming <laughs> out, I think that you would have found, wow, Kitty was very closed up physically um, in her private life because, you know, I don't want people finding out I'm a sex worker. Yeah. But the, the true me, the inner me, like I do enjoy wearing sleeveless clothing, yeah. especially on a hot day. She has a... A banging body. <laughs> like, like like the friend said, Jake said, you have a really nice body and you are always covering up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's why he was like, why is she covering up? And she always saying, other girls who wear less clothes should get paid. That's that's what gave away. Yeah, I guess that does make a lot of sense, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, don't look at my Bentley. <laughs> If you're driving a Bentley, I'm, I'm, you're driving a Bentley. You can't really hide it or yeah, drive it with your car it. cover. Mm. Mm. So 
you know, let's talk about fashion again. Um, so how do a sex worker dress then? Okay, in my private life, I love wearing leggings. Mm. Well, I guess even in my sex work life, I, I love wearing leggings as well. I think moving forward, I'd love to bring back some of my really beautiful midriffs, okay. um, like yes. my halter tops. They're, mm -hmm. they're amazing. And I, I miss wearing them. And I feel like I've stopped wearing them just because I've had to become too traditional. Yeah. But as part of this, you know, embracing process and this newfound freedom of celebrating myself and celebrating others, yes. I should be proud of my body yeah. and not be afraid or ashamed of it. And also, you know, continue with my Krav Maga classes. So yeah. if anyone comes up and tries to touch my Bentley, I'll be like, hiya! <laughs> you know, um, I like to dress how how I dress. I mean, uh, I like to... It's a, it's, a, it's part of my identity. It's my expression. Mm. So I like to dress out loud. But when you, I, you know, Sasha, yes. when we are working, yeah. let's be really frank. Yeah. We're not dressed like this. We are dressed like a hundred thousand times more sexy. Well, it depends. <laughs> it's, it's a different def definition of sexy. I think how you dress, whatever it feels sexy on you, that's, that is sexy. You yeah. don't really have to show off skin to be sexy. But, I, but in, the, in, in the bedroom, I dress on occasion, like how I'm going to be servicing that person. If that person want me to be dominant, I need to be wearing my latex outfit because I can be... I'll be in the the moment in of, the zone in the zone of what I'm wearing. Well, you're not gonna wear your latex outfit to La Boqueta, are you? I did. I actually <laughs> actually wore out. You know what? I've actually incorporated latex skirt with a t-shirt and okay. a and a and a and a leather jacket. Oh, okay. Well, that's a gray area. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not gonna wear my girdle to La Boqueta. Why not? On the outside. Like, Why? maybe below my clothes. <laughs> yeah, below your clothes. Yeah. I mean, if Mariah, Carey, Mariah Carey has done it on Ellen's show, she wore a gutter belt, a stocking, and a slip dress and just show off her I also, lingerie. Maybe I'm entering contested territory, but I feel like we as sex workers should still be mindful of the type of people in the vicinity of where we're attending. So like, for example, Correct. La Poqueta's is a family restaurant. There might be children there. Like, I'm not going to dress like Mariah Carey in a garter belt. And But you know what? It depends stockings. on how you portray yourself. If you're going to wear looking really sexy and classy at the same time, so it will be a it will look different. You get what I mean. Mm. So it de it depends how you carry the fashion too and as well. Let me throw in a spinner ball here because sure. you know I don't dress sex like provocatively on purpose. <laughs> yeah. You know in in the CBD when I when I'm traveling about on my day to day yeah. life. And one day I was walking down Flinders Street mm -hmm. past. Acme mm -hmm. at Federation Square. Yes. And there was a bunch of school kids there. One of the schoolboys said, hey, like, you know, like he tried to talk me up, hit me up. I'm Ooh. like, this is so disgusting. Never talk to me ever again. And I walked off. But <laughs> why, why are you so defensive? Well, the thing is, like, I'm not even dressed provocatively. I'm not even dressed to pick up. But I'm doesn't mean he say hi, maybe he just appreciate your it beauty. Wa it wasn't just a hi. It was definitely inappropriate. Okay. And I just felt like that was so disrespectful. Yeah. You are still in your high school uniform. Okay, Don't yeah. you even have a second look at me? Right. The point I'm trying to prove here is that it doesn't matter what you wear, actually. Yeah, it's right? True. Yeah. Like you said, you feel good about yourself. You're going to have this 
aura about you. True. Um, and you people s- are just going to smell it and see it off you. If you're going to wear a big oversized boyfriend t-shirt and a jeans and you, if you still feel sexy in it, people will actually recognize that you're actually feeling it. Oh you're my feeling God. sexy. I have that happen to me before. <laughs> and this one time I, I was wearing just normal shorts and a Donkey Kong t-shirt and went to Nando's with a friend and the lady at Nando's said wow like I'd already left the queue and then she said to my friend wow your your friend is so beautiful yeah I'm like what I'm in a Donkey Kong t-shirt see I told you people (laughs) see beauty differently is the beauty lies on the behinds eyes of the beholder yeah right all right well I just want to clarify here like I'm not trying to toot my own horn I think the message I'm trying to send is that Ultimately, don't rely so much on the fashion that you're wearing. Yeah. Don't rely on, you know, the shape of your body or the curve of your penis or how big your breasts are. Like, don't let these physical things define you. Be you. Be you. Let your spirit be free. Yeah. Be happy. Embrace your imperfection. That's what I've always been telling myself. Embrace your imperfection. Yeah. 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 And then the others will see beauty in you. And people are always drawn to happiness. Happiness. Mm. Well, they're they're drawn to what they want more of. So if you have like a group I, of cynical people who are always sad, and you know they, they won't be drawn to happiness, but other course. people who are happy will be drawn to you. Yeah, of course. But I think people are always doing things not for themselves. They are doing things for others. Others, people, uh, happiness. You not. You should do things for yourself for your own happiness. Mm. Then you will be happy. Mm. Mm. Well, I guess you know it's a. It's easy saying than doing, but you know what. Yeah, keep doing it. Keep being happy. Keep doing you. I think it's different because you and I are in circles where we are very thoughtful Mm. of other people. Yeah. And before we do things for ourselves, we always consider how other people might feel first uh, before we do them. And that's why we can easily encourage each other to say, you know, do you be happy because you're very thoughtful. You're already thinking, overthinking about (laughs) everyone else. Whereas, you know, there are other people who might be very selfish and they need to think more about others around them. But you know what? We sometimes get lost as well in our own self. And Mm. that's why we have each other to encourage the positivity uh, among each other. That's why we're always happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have our down days too. Yeah, we have our moments. Yeah, we do. And, you know, ultimately have a great support around you Mm. to say, nudge, nudge, hey, I've noticed this. Yeah. You know, what's going on? Let's have a cup of tea. Yeah. Let's reset the happiness is what I like to say. Yeah. Yeah. Many, many years ago, I had an acquaintance um, who would go to a restaurant and yell out, oh, I'm a sex worker and, you know, BDSM this, sex this, sex that. So, wait, go into a restaurant and just shout out loud? Uh, well, very loudly. Not not on purpose to everyone, okay. but they had no filter, nor yeah. did they care about the other families yes. sitting around them. Yes. Yeah. And I actually find that quite rude. Yeah, that's rude. It's good to be proud of who we are, but like you say, still be mindful, still be thoughtful. Correct. And quote Sasha, yeah. it's not going into La Poquetas and saying, hey everyone, <laughs> yeah. I'm a sex worker. No, you don't. <laughs> I mean, why? Why would you, right? I know there's certain people as well, whenever we go out, we talk about sex work all the time. Like, don't Actually, you know, we don't. No, not us. I'm, like, I'm talking about other friends. Mm. Don't you have other things to talk about? Hobbies. Hobbies, like, you know, about future. You always talk about sex work, men, cocks, and full stop. I'm just like, 
Yeah, I'm sick of this. Like, uh, yeah. I guess it's another sign to say explore. There's so much that life has to offer, mm. right? Mm. Cooking, hiking, reading, surfing. I I drawing, love surfing painting, now. Painting, coloring. <laughs> yeah. you know, baking. Both that's, both kinds of baking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, sis. So, oh well. As I said, be you, do you, be mindful of others as well. Um, yeah. And safety first as well. Mm. You know, someone who, as someone who's been trained in um, alcohol and other drugs, you yeah. know, always make sure your safety is first. Mm. I know at 3CR, um, people are very encouraging here mm. of whatever you choose to do with your life. And that's fabulous. But always, guys, safety first. Um, and always look out for those around you. Agree, sis. Very good advice again. Well, Sasha, that's all the time we have for today. Oh, really? Oh, Okay. <laughs> So I guess we'll see you again next week. Yeah, we're going to be talking next time about relationships and we'll be using our last two episodes to give you more insights about how you can use these things that we've spoken about to enhance your relationships at home. And if you're someone who's struggled with relationships or are not getting your sexual needs met within your relationships, these are the episodes you'll want to hear. Yeah, we. I just want to say we're not the pros. We're just giving you advice from our own experiences. After sleeping with over hundreds of men. Maybe thousands. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Behind Closed Doors, Australia's only sex work radio show at 8.55am. This is a replay from an episode of Behind Closed Doors. We sincerely hope you enjoy this episode as much as we have enjoyed producing it. Sex workers' rights are human rights. Today, we are celebrating the incredible strength and diversity of sex workers. Sex work is real work. Sex work is not sex trafficking, and it's harmful when you confuse the two. Sex workers are skilled professionals selling a unique service, not their bodies. Sex work is the negotiation and transaction of consensual sexualized services. But society seems to have a hard time with the concept of capitalizing from sex. Sex workers' rights are human rights. Sex workers are all ages. Men, women, gay, lesbian, trans and non-binary. Husbands, wives, partners. Mums, dads, sisters, brothers. University students, lawyers and designers. Sex workers are everyday people. They deserve the same legal rights and protection afforded to the rest of society. The current regulation of sex work in Victoria isn't equitable. It strips sex workers' capacity to negotiate safe work and access to health services. Research indicates that full decriminalisation is the best model to support sex workers' health, safety and human rights. Decriminalisation starts from the understanding that sex work is real work. Decriminalisation treats sex work like any other labour trade under regular employment laws. Decriminalisation reduces violence. Decriminalisation dismantles stigma. Decriminalisation dissolves barriers. Decriminalisation helps sex workers be seen as people. Not as a job, a bad choice or a victim. More than 20,000 people in Australia are sex workers. I want to live in a society that celebrates the diversity of all human beings. Sex workers' rights are human rights.